dive back into the book of Revelations tonight. The book that's uh, many call the mysterious book, but I think it's to me one of the most exciting books in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, John was told when he was in heaven to write down the things which were, the things which are and the things which will be. So you can see already that the book of Revelation is talking about things that have been, things that are going on, and things that will be. That was true for John, but it's also true for us today. The book of Revelations, it talks about things that were for us, things that are happening right now for us, and things that will be. There's three different types of people here, though in the book of Revelations for the will be. Well, you're talking about the church. What will be for the church? We've already talked about those things. Uh, if you're curious about the rapture and what's going to happen to the church, what we believe through uh, our understanding of biblical revelation, that the church is going to be caught up in a rapture. We won't be here for the tribulation. But then it talks about the tribulation saints. And it also talks about the Jewish people, the natural race of Jewish people. God still has a plan for them. He still has a purpose for them, and it will be fulfilled. And again, I want to remind everybody, I like to open every time we're in Revelations. I want to start it out with what John said in the first uh, or the third verse, first chapters in Revelation. He said, blessed is he that readeth. So we understand already by these studies of revelations that automatically we're not going to get it all the first time, mm. <laughs> but even though you don't get it all the first time, every time you study the book of revelations, you just say, God, as I begin to study this, I call myself blessed. I receive the blessings that this book has for me and for my life and for my family. And God will bless you. He is a man of his word. Go ahead and do me a favor right quick because you know somebody out there, you've probably been talking to somebody last week, maybe even this week, maybe even today, you've been talking about end-time events and what's going on and what's going to happen in the world and, and people are on the edge about these things. Go ahead and do us a favor and hit like on the like button, then hit subscribe. If you have not subscribed to our channel, we'd love to have you. Uh, subscribe to our channel. But then on top of that, share this to your social media. You can text it to somebody, a friend. Let them know so they can join in and they can begin to understand the things that are going on and what's to be expected in the future as the world progresses into this end-time event, this, this culmination of, of Bible prophecy and just the, as good versus evil. Satan knows that his time is running short and he's doing everything he can to throw people off, to discourage people, to deceive people, to have people in a state of fear and being scared and uncertain. But God's people, if they stay in the word and trust him and have faith, we will be blessed and we will be prosperous and we will be victorious because Jesus said he's coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. He's not coming back for a defeated church, but a glorious church. Last week, we ended. We were talking on the seven seals, 
And this is uh, right after the church has been raptured. John is in heaven, and he has seen this, uh, the scroll that no man could uh, unseal. Nobody was worthy except for the Lamb, and that is Jesus. He unseals the scroll. There's seven seals there. And we got done with the sixth seal, but we can't get to the seventh seal until a little bit later in chapter 8. But picking up in verse or chapter 7, excuse me, uh, this is right following the sixth seal. This has just taken place. And starting here in verse 1, chapter 7, verse 1, it said, After these things, which is the previous six seals, he said, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, on the sea, or on any tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 of all tribes of the children of Israel, and they were sealed. And we understand the 144,000, when it says all tribes, it's 12,000 uh, people, uh, Jewish people. It's 12,000 Jewish people from the 12 tribes, each tribe of Israel, and that would give you your 144,000 uh, Jewish uh, people that will be sealed during that end time. And I'm going to stop there, and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this just for a few moments. But during the tribulation, the Jewish people, because unless a Jewish person is saved and believes in the rapture, then they're going to be left here because a lot of Jewish people still, they believe in Jesus but not in the deity that he is, the, the king that he is. Um, but they'll begin to do that during this time, and God is going to seal them with uh, protection. What, what's going to be going on then, and, and what's going to happen with those 144,000? Well, the, you know, the, uh, they've uh, all, I think, uh, you know, been some uh, Christians, Jews, uh, you know, that have accepted the Messiah. But uh, the nation as a whole is uh, much like it was in the, days of Jesus, you know. Mm -hmm. In uh, John chapter 1, you know, he said that he came to his own, and his own received him not. But to as many as did receive him, to them gave he the power or the right, the authority mm -hmm. to become the sons of God. But God, even though the nation as a whole has rejected Christ as the Messiah, uh, he still has a remnant, right? And he was. Uh, we'll see here. I think in a little bit, uh, you know, when he's talking about uh, the the martyrs, uh, you know, are some of those are are most likely some of the uh, Jews that gave their life for their faith in Christ. Uh, not all Jews, but uh, you know, some. And uh, 
he refers to them as the first fruits mm -hmm. out of Israel. And then Romans chapter 11, I believe it's verse 26, tells us that uh, in the tribulation, the whole nation will come to the Messiah, come to Christ in one day. You're talking about, uh, you know, the uh, move of the Holy Spirit and salvation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, I, I know when I was coming up, you know, as a young boy in the church, uh, anybody that, uh, you know, uh, most of the preachers that I was hearing uh, said, well, boy, when the rapture takes place and Jesus comes, that's it. Mm -hmm. It's all over, you know. Right. And I thought, well, when I started, you know, got saved and started reading and studying the Bible, I went, no, that's not it. That's the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, the real beginning. And, uh, you know, one one thing uh, it said here, you know, of course, the uh, angels was given uh, instructions, on, you know, not to hurt the earth nor the sea nor the trees till all the uh, the servants of the God in their foreheads had been sealed. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, it lists all the tribes of Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel. Uh, we know that, uh, you know, the Jehovah's Witness uh, people believe that they are the yeah. 144,000, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, but these are... 12,000 Jews mm -hmm. that are taken out of the 12 tribes of Israel. Mm -hmm. In other words, the descendants right. of the 12 tribes of Israel. And uh, it, it makes, <laughs> well, the fourth verse there said uh, that there'd be 140 and 4,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Mm -hmm. So he's talking here specifically about the Jews. You yeah. know, that many will be sealed. Uh, by the Spirit of God uh, in their foreheads. <laughs> and uh, as you said, you know, this will be uh, a protection. Those that have that seal upon their foreheads will be protected uh, during the time of tribulation. And, uh, of course, I believe that uh, also a lot of them, uh, you know, will be uh, sharing the gospel, sharing that mm -hmm. Jesus is the true Messiah. And, of course, uh, there will be, a, as I said, a whole a lot of the Jews. Matter of fact, as I said in Romans chapter 11, verse 26, it says the whole nation mm -hmm. of Israel will come to Christ in one day. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, I, I tell you, that's going to be an exciting time for the nation of Israel. Yeah. You know, and... But God will supernaturally protect them during the time of tribulation. And uh, we'll find, uh, you know, that uh, it goes on from verse 9, and you can read what of that you want to. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, there's going to be a great number of what we uh, refer to as Gentiles. Right. And we were Gentiles right. grafted in, mm -hmm. you know. And... Uh, but it says it's a number uh, out of all nations right. and kindreds and people and tongue stood before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with the white robes and palms in their hands. And uh, so uh, the when, you know, a lot of people were 
thinking that hardly anybody could be saved right. in the tribulation. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if uh, if you've you know had an opportunity mm-hmm. to hear the gospel, uh, you know, and here in America, there's really, I know there may still be some that have not heard of Jesus or anything, but it's hard to believe, you know, that uh, our, there's people in our nation that has never heard about God or about Christ because, uh, you know, of the media and the, all the technology we have today, satellite and, uh, you know, television, uh, radio, uh, and all the different mediums that we have that can, uh, you know, put out the gospel. And, uh, you know, any anywhere in America, 24 hours a day, somewhere, mm-hmm. if you wanted to hear preaching or teaching on the Word, you can find it. Right. You know. And uh, so I believe that they'll, uh, you know, of course, be people that will not be ready for the rapture of the church. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about that a little bit uh, when we uh, talked about the rapture or the catching away of the church. Uh, because, uh, you know, we find that uh, the the rapture is not automatic. Right. You know, in Colossians chapter 2, it said that every operation of God is of faith. Right. And so the rapture's by faith. Right. Uh, and one one minister made this comment that it's, you know, you're going to get what you're believing for. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, I, I don't know why anybody would want to stay here and <laughs> yeah. go through the tribulation, you know. Uh, but, you know, even though the tribulation is a, a time of chaos on the earth, uh, you know, Jesus himself said, uh, you know, in Matthew's gospel and in Luke's gospel, Luke 21 and in Matthew 24, that except the tribulation of those days should be shortened, mm-hmm. there would be no flesh left. Nobody would right. be saved, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, so we know it. there's going to be some terrible things when the wrath of God begins to be poured out mm-hmm. upon the inhabitants of the earth. But he's talking about he's going to pour his wrath upon the wicked. Yeah. You know, God is not going to pour his wrath on the just, on the righteous, right. you know. And uh, so if you think about Noah's day, uh, and the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also mm-hmm. be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And, uh, you know, Noah, I, I, you know, it took him about 120 years, I think, to build the ark. Mm-hmm. And the whole time he was building that ark, he, the Bible says he was a preacher of righteousness. Mm-hmm. He was telling people that they needed to turn to God and trust God that uh, the earth was going to be flooded mm-hmm. with water. Yeah. And they probably thought he had been out in the sun too long because up until that time it had never Never rained. rained. Right. And the earth was watered. The dew would Mm -hmm. come up from the earth and, uh, you know, water the earth. And uh, so they were probably thinking, what's rain? Yeah. 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 (laughs) And, uh, but, 
you know, Noah warned them. And so when the floods came, the Bible says that God shut the door of the ark. Mm -hmm. didn't say Noah did. Right. said God shut it. Mm -hmm. And the rains came 40 days and nights, and the waters rose up. The, uh, you know, the heavens opened up and poured the rains down upon the earth, and the fountains of the earth opened up and come up, you know, out of the earth. And uh, it, it flooded the whole world. Mm hmm but righteous uh, Noah, mm -hmm. because of his faith and his obedience to God, he and his family were lifted up right. above the flood, yep. you see. And uh, so then also it talked about, uh, said, uh, remember Lot's wife, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, you know the story about Sodom and Gomorrah, how evil it was. And even though Lot, he was a nephew of uh, Abraham, mm -hmm. uh, but he was living in Sodom and Gomorrah, and, uh, you know, that uh, that was vexing, the Bible said, his righteous soul. In other words, it was not good for him to live there. Right. Of all the places he had chose to live, that wasn't a good place. Mm -hmm. And because they were wicked people there, and, uh, you know, it said that... Uh, Angels came and they spoke to Abraham, mm -hmm. and they said that God told Abraham that God was going to destroy uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, and uh, they said, "But we got to go and tell Lot because we cannot do anything until righteous Lot mm -hmm. is out of there." Right. So that's examples in the Old Testament. Why I, you know, why we believe that God will not pour his wrath out yeah. upon this earth, mm -hmm. upon the wicked, until the blood-bought church is taken out of the right. way. And uh, so there's going to be, uh, uh, you know, the catching away of the church, and then the tribulation began. And uh, uh, the last part of the tribulation there's things going to be going on, you know, right. from the very start after the church is uh, raptured out. Uh, but one thing you'll find in studying the book of Revelation, a lot of people, I think the reason they they have feared this book so much is they thought it's all about the Antichrist and he is just going to take over mm -hmm. the world. Yeah. Uh, no, this book is a revelation of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. to the Apostle John. Mm -hmm. And uh, he <laughs> he's showing us what our what the future is going to be mm -hmm. and where we fit, yeah. you know, in the future. And so, uh, you know, there will be things going on. And what I began to see in the Word of God is that the whole time that the Antichrist you know, we saw from uh, the first seal, that's the revelation of the Antichrist right. mm -hmm. comes on the scene. And uh, no doubt he'll have answers for why millions of people are missing from mm -hmm. the earth and so on. And uh, according to the book of Daniel, chapter 7, uh, he'll be a great spokesman, a great orator, mm -hmm. you know. And he'll seem to have uh, all the answers to the problems that has come upon the earth. And uh, 
you know, when suddenly, all of all of a sudden, without any warning, mm-hmm. these millions, maybe even billions right. of people, all of a sudden are missing. Mm-hmm. And what what kind of chaos that's going to cause, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And but this man called the Antichrist, uh, he will seem to have answers right. or solutions mm-hmm. to these issues that they'll be facing. And uh, a lot of people are deceived, and you know, the matter of fact, the nation of Israel yeah. will be deceived uh, for a while. But uh, we find that in the middle of the tribulation, when the Antichrist sets himself up in the temple to be worshipped as God, uh, they realize he's the false Messiah. Yeah. And uh, they they come to know Christ. You know, mm-hmm. they, they flee away, and uh, according to the scriptures, uh, you know, that uh, they're took to a place called Petra, mm-hmm. and uh, they're kept there and protected during yeah. the last part of the tribulation. And uh, so here, uh, as I said, we, we saw in the uh, sixth chapter uh, those that were martyred, and I, I think it not only is talking about the Jews, a remnant that will be uh, martyred during that time, but it is also talking about they not only will be uh, the Jews that will be saved, but it's talking about Gentiles too. Right. He said it is a great multitude, verse 9. Uh, he said, after this, behold, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number right. out of all the nations, kindreds and people and tongues, and stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hand. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. So uh, we see that there's going to be a tremendous move of God's spirit during this time and people are going to come out of every nation and be mm-hmm. born again yeah become children of God Christians mm-hmm. you know in other words they're they're not church age Christians right but they'll be Christians and uh, of course eventually uh, at the end of the tribulation the you know Jesus, uh, said that he would take of twain mm-hmm. as two yeah. and make one new man. Mm-hmm. The Jew and the Gentile will be brought together mm-hmm. and be one body. They, yeah. We won't be divided anymore by race or anything. We'll all be children of God. And uh, he said he would make of twain one new man. Mm-hmm. We'll all be in Christ. And so, uh, you know, we... We need to realize that the 144,000 are sealed by the Spirit of God. And uh, also, you know, uh, the Scripture tells us in, I believe, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, that when we are saved, we are sealed by Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit of promise. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we are are kept until, (laughs) or sealed by the Holy Spirit until our bodies also mm-hmm. witness that redemption. Uh, you know, also Paul talked about, you know, if we've already, 
you know, received it, why do we yet wait for it? Right. You know, or hope for yeah. it. And uh, so we, this body, we're still a natural body, a flesh body. Uh, and But the scripture teaches us that when we're caught up to be with the Lord, we're going to receive a glorified body like unto Christ's glorious body. Mm-hmm. And so you'll see, and, and this to me was uh, amazing because it's, you know, a lot of people thought that, well, the Antichrist is going to take over the world. Mm-hmm. But when you study the scriptures, you find that that would be his goal, but he failed. Mm-hmm. You know, Satan really uh, <clears throat> never succeeds too much at anything. No. You know, he's a failure to begin with. And, uh, you know, uh, he he's lost out. So... The scriptures teach us that he only ever conquers 10 nations. Mm-hmm. You know, if you study the book of Daniel, uh, you can see that. And uh, three of those rebel against him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, the other, you know, come together and destroy the three. And, uh, but he still, he goes about trying to conquer. As I said, when that he's yeah. revealed, he goes forth conquering and to conquer. Mm-hmm. And according to the seventh chapter of the book of Daniel, he conquers uh, or destroys wonderfully by peace, mm-hmm. talking peace, but doing something else. You mm-hmm. see? And, of course, he'd be, he's the called the great deceiver, and uh, he will continue to do that, uh, to deceive people. And you'd think, you know, that people would, uh, you know, after seeing the things that God is doing uh, on the earth, that they would want to be saved, they'd want to repent. But mm-hmm. the Bible says that they harden their hearts more mm-hmm. and they would not repent. You know? Right. And so, uh, but still, thank God, there's going to be a, a great, number of people brought in to the kingdom during that time. Yeah. I I know when you was talking earlier, two things on that. Well, it was talking about verse nine. It said, after these things, I look and behold a great multitude, which no one could number Mm -hmm. out of all nations, tribes, people, tongues, standing before the throne. Mm -hmm. And they were clothed in white robe with palm branches. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go down, uh, the, you know, this is John. He's wondering what's going on. And in verse 14, he said, and I said to him, sir, or the, the elder said to him, uh, you know who these are. And he said, yeah, he said, these are the ones who came out of or come out of the great tribulation mm-hmm. and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Now mm-hmm. he said, therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. That's where, now me personally, I believe that there's a different relationship between Acts chapter 2, you know, or, or when Jesus was resurrected and the church began. Mm-hmm. Acts chapter two until the rapture. 
because it says that we're going to rule and reign with Christ. Mm-hmm. With these tribulation saints, it says that they serve him day and night in his temple. Mm-hmm. I I kind of believe that there's a, a, a different relationship between the tribulation saints and what they will be doing, what their job is, versus what the church is, mm-hmm. is now. What do you... What do you think on that? Uh, well, I think, you know, that's uh, possible, and it evidently, you know, they're uh, up in heaven here. Yeah. Uh, because I believe it's the 14th chapter of uh, Revelation. You uh, see them, the 144,000, mm-hmm. uh, and it. I mentioned earlier that uh, I believe it's in uh, verse 4, uh, it's Well, in verse 3, it said, They sung a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders, and no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. Mm -hmm. So we know they come from the earth. They come out of great tribulation. And these are they which were not defiled with women. In other words, they were virgins. Mm -hmm. It said they they were, for they were virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth, and these were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits Mm -hmm. unto God and to the Lamb. And in their mouth was not found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. And uh, so... You know, here in verse 7, they're being sealed, mm-hmm. you know, but they're still on earth. But yeah. They're being sealed by the Spirit of God. And then on, in chapter 14, they're mm-hmm. before the throne of God. Yeah. So they, uh, this, this helps us to understand, uh, you know, the uh, resurrection mm-hmm. process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it began with Christ mm-hmm. in First Corinthians 15. Uh, you know, Paul said that Christ was the first fruits from among them that slept. Yeah. In other words, he wasn't the first man ever raised from the dead. Right. They were men in the Old Testament mm-hmm. raised from the dead, but he was the first man raised from death unto life in, in immortality. Mm-hmm. Never to die again. He died once yeah. for the sins of man. Never to taste death again. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, these were like uh, the first fruits of right. of the those that uh, you know out of uh, uh, this hundred forty four thousand yeah. were like the first fruits of those out of the nation of Israel. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, when you understand that the tribulation or not the resurrection yeah. has an order an order to it started mm-hmm. with Christ mm-hmm. and it ends in revelations chapter mm-hmm. 20 yeah yeah <laughs> because yeah. in revelations 20 it said blessed are they that hath part in the first resurrection mm-hmm. you see mm-hmm. and it said the second resurrection or the second death mm-hmm. has no power or any authority right. over them. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing I, it just kind of jumped out at me was it talks about 
uh, in chapter seven in, uh, there's verse four, it says, and where John said, I heard the number of those who were sealed mm -hmm. on, and, and it, you know, it, back before that it talks about being sealed in the forehead. Mm -hmm. What people have to realize is everything that Satan does is a copycat or is a, uh, knockoff of yeah. what God is already yeah. doing. God is going to seal his people with the seal mm -hmm. that no man can read. Well, what is the big talk about what Satan's going to do? The mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. You'll, the only way, if you're still here, you'll be able to buy and sell. So, I, you know, I thought I would throw that out there to let people understand that there's always a parallel. What God is doing Satan can't come up with stuff on his own. All he, he everything he does is a smoke mirror counterfeit yeah. of what God is doing and has already done. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so, you know, Satan's not the one that come up with the mark of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, but moving on into chapter eight, uh, this is where the seventh seal, which is, you know, the seals we were talking about last week. Yeah. This is right before that seventh seal is actually actually released. And in the very first verse of chapter eight, it says that when he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel having a golden censer came and stood at the altar and he was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. Now, when we look at this, they're setting up to release the, the seven trumpets here. Mm -hmm. And this is all going on before the throne of God. And then um, it says, you know, that the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. The angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and he threw it to the earth. Mm -hmm. And there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and earthquakes. So the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. What is the prayers and the incense of the saints there that's being lifted up? Uh there's a scripture, uh, I don't recall where it's at right offhand, but talks about, uh, you know, that God takes the prayers of the, his people and puts them mm -hmm. in a, a vase or a, right. a bowl, yeah. like, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, God, you know, never, when, when Christians begin to pray and, you know, if they're uh, seeking God, uh, those prayers do not go unanswered. Right. It it may not happen, you know, the moment that they pray, but but God sees those prayers, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, that's why, uh, you know, I've always said, you know, when you're, uh, uh, it, and I think they, the prayers of the saints come up uh, before him as an incense, mm -hmm. as a sweet-smelling savor. Yeah. You know, and uh, of course, God delights in answering our prayers. And uh, I don't know, uh, you know, it doesn't really tell what the significance is of right. him, uh, you know, 
putting fire, uh, you know, in in the uh, vase there or bowl, whatever mm-hmm. there, and putting the coals of fire on it and th- slinging it to the earth. Uh, but it, uh, you know, it could be that, uh, you know, that was showing that God has heard the cry of his people and that he is answering their prayers. Mm-hmm. And no doubt the people who have, uh, you know, prayed for lost loved ones for maybe all their life, mm-hmm. lifetime, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know of uh, uh, one lady uh, that was in the church that I grew up in. Uh, she, ever Sunday, came to the altar it didn't matter what the preacher preached on mm-hmm. uh, when the altar call was given she come to the altar every Sunday and pray for her children mm-hmm. to be saved and you know she uh, lived she was uh, on up in years but I think probably in her early 90s when she passed away and she had not seen one mm-hmm. of her children come to the Lord mm-hmm. but you know right not long after that she went on to be with the Lord one by one Mm -hmm. every one of her children Mm -hmm. started coming to Christ Mm -hmm. you see so uh, you know God God knows that he hears the cry of his his people and uh, I believe that he hears Uh, you know in uh, 2nd Chronicles 7 14 you know a scripture that, uh, you know, says if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked way, he said, I will hear from heaven. Mm-hmm. I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. In other words, God is saying to us, if we just get our hearts right and call upon him, he'll hear mm-hmm. and right. he'll answer, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, that's why I've always tried to, you know, through the years to encourage uh, people that maybe had a son or a daughter or maybe several children mm-hmm. that maybe were not serving God, not living for God. Maybe they had got into alcohol and drugs and different things, and, uh, you know, they just had never made that commitment to Christ. Never give up. Right. Uh, you know, according to the book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 31, 32 there, uh, when Paul and Silas, you know, was in jail in Philippi, and they had been beaten, of course, you know, and putting uh, chains and fetters and so forth for preaching the gospel and thrown into the prison. and uh, But it said at midnight they prayed and sang praises unto God, and, you know, the uh, there was an earthquake. I believe it was a spiritual earthquake, <laughs> you know, that shook the prison, shook the cell doors open, and their chains and fetters fell off. And uh, the jailer, you know, thinking that all of them had gotten away, escaped, was going to fall on his own sword and take his life because he was responsible, <coughs> you know, for them. And uh, when Paul saw what he was doing, he said, do yourself no harm. We're all still here. We're none of us going anywhere. Right. And it said he grabbed a light and went in to the inner prison, 
And he said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Mm -hmm. And Paul said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy whole house. Mm -hmm. And so there's a scripture that promises us that if we'll believe on him and be saved, that he will save us and our whole house. God is a God of household salvation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, you may uh, be like this woman. She prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. I, I don't know how many years she prayed uh, for her children. I mean, she wasn't concerned about herself. She, when she comes to the altar, she's crying out to God for her children. Mm-hmm. And she lived her life and went on to be with the Lord and didn't get to see one of them saved. Right. But mm-hmm. when she went on to glory, I, I don't know if when she got up there, she reminded God, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, hey, you know, I prayed all I knew how, and my I didn't get to see any of my children saved. You got to do something. Right. You know, and uh, not that, you know, she's bossing God around or anything, but, but, you know, uh, I tell you, you know, there's, there's nothing, uh, like a mother that, uh, sets her heart on God, uh, you know, for her family, she's not going to give up. Right. And, uh, one by one, they come into the kingdom of God before they died, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, God will not let those prayers go unanswered right and you know in in the margin of my bible here it 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 gives footnote that all the prayers of the saints are put in this bowl Mm -hmm. and then it said you know when it talks about that they're they're set on fire and then cast to the earth that that's the beginning of the judgments uh to come so we we begin to look at that and know that you know, like I said uh, last episode, last week when we were talking about it, it, during the tribulation, it's, you know, the seven seals, it's not one seal happens and then it stops and then another one. Mm. From day one, it progressively yeah. gets worse yeah. and, and worse and worse. And, worse. Yeah. and when we look here at the, the, the trumpets, this is the, the beginning of the judgments upon the earth. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's not just against the people. It, it, the earth is being judged, too. Mm-hmm. And it says in verse 7 with the first trumpet, it says that the first angel sounded, and hell and fire fo- followed, mingled with blood, and they were thrown to the earth, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all of the green grass was burned up. Now, you know, some people think, well, a third, that ain't a lot. But when you, you're talking about the whole earth, a third of the whole earth, even if it's in one area, a third of the whole earth is a large area. Yeah. I, I primarily uh, believe that it is uh, constrained to that region. Right. Uh, you know, the around the, uh, you know, the... Jerusalem mm-hmm. around the Middle East in that area, uh, because uh, you know if <laughs> it would really be something if you think about it, if the whole earth mm-hmm. was on fire, mm-hmm. 
and everything burning up. Mm -hmm. There would be nothing left for yeah. people to survive on. Yeah. You know, so I think that uh, because uh, it, that it's primarily in that general area uh, of the Middle East is because uh, that judgment, mm -hmm. the 70th week we call the tribulation, mm -hmm. is primarily determined against Daniel's people, yeah, Israel, Israel. Mm -hmm. you see. And that's the finish, mm -hmm. the 70th week of years yeah. that were determined against uh, the, the children of Israel, mm -hmm. you know. And so that's why I believe that it, it even though it will affect the whole world in some sense, mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily over the whole earth. Right. Well, and I mean, even, you know, even if it, even like in the United States, if, if, if we didn't ex actually experience that because of technology, media, sure. we're going to be seeing those, or not we, but the people left here yeah. are, are going to be seeing those things. And you, you imagine when you begin to see it on television or first, firsthand would be even worse, but hell and fire that is mingled with blood and that it, it burns up a third of the trees and all the green grass is burned up. I mean, it's going to put fear in people, Yeah, you know, and no sooner than that happens, it's not like you're going to have time to breathe and recoup or try to assess the situation. It says that the second angel sounded and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea and had a third of the sea became blood, mm. and a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. Then a th the, well, yeah, I won't go to the third angel yet, but you see, he struck, the, the earth is struck. Yeah. Now you, you've lost trees, you've lost grass, so that's your vegetation, that's your crops, that's able to, the agriculture industry, it's just been wiped out almost in that area. Yeah. Now we're going into the, the, the sea yeah. and we're destroying sea creatures, sea life, you know, fisheries, things mm -hmm. like that. Uh, and it says that, that uh, well, according to that, there'll be a lot of ships out there at that time, you know, doing their thing, freight vessels, going cargo from point, port to port. Mm -hmm. They'll be caught up in that yeah. because it says that, you know, and I, I think some people maybe, well, I don't know if this is just exact, but it says something. He, even John couldn't describe it. He just said something like a great mountain burning. Uh -huh. You know, whatever it is, is massive and it's on fire and it's going to hit the, the sea, the ocean, and it's going to destroy. Yeah. I believe it's primarily uh, there again. You know, as we said, in in that general area, mm -hmm. the it'd be the Mediterranean Sea, yeah, and maybe the Aegean Sea, which is uh, by there, mm -hmm. and the bodies of water that's in that general area uh, that you know will be uh, turned to blood, and you know the fishery and mm -hmm. all that, uh, sea creatures and everything, you know, die, and of course, like you said, ship. It bound to create a tidal wave. Yeah, uh, you know that wipe out a lot of ships and ports, mm -hmm. and things like that. Uh, because again, we have to keep in mind 
the Antichrist never, and of course, this is not that. This is the judgment yeah. of God, his wrath being poured out on mm-hmm. the wicked on the earth. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is primarily against the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. But, of course, it's going to affect other nations. If, if you think of it this way, in other words, we import mm-hmm. things from Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of those uh, Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. you know, in those in days, those areas, yeah. We import stuff from them. They import things from us. And so uh, it's going to impact us, mm-hmm. but not exactly in the same sense that it's going to impact that general area. Right. Yeah. And then he moves on in verse 10 with the third trumpet. And it says that with the third trumpet sounded, a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch. And it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. Mm -hmm. The name of the star is Wormwood. And a third of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died from the water because it was made bitter. And uh, that worm wormwood, it is a it's it's in the footnotes it talks about it's a bitter herb. Sometimes it, it is poisonous. Uh-huh. So we see that God's going to strike the agriculture. Then He's going to attack and strike the salt water waters, and that. But then He's also going to hit the fresh water. This be the drinking water, drinking water, yeah. things like that. So that affects a large, you know, amount of people even more. And then when you go on into the fourth trumpet, it says that the fourth angel sounded and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon and a third of the stars, so that a third of them were darkened. A third of the day did not shine and likewise the night. And I looked and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because the remaining blast of the trumpets of the three angels who are about to sound. So you, you, you've had this massive attack on land and sea and then on fresh water. Mm-hmm. And then no sooner than that happens, cause these things are consecutive. Uh, you know, I don't know how consecutive, but it's, it's very quick. Yeah. I think it happens pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, it could be a couple hours, could be a, a day, could be a week. I don't know, but it's going to be very quick. But then that happens, and people are are you got to remember people's reeling with fear. Uh, all these things are going on. They still have in the back of their mind that there's been millions or possibly billions of people have vanished. Mm-hmm. Now all these things are happening, and then all of a sudden, a third of your daylight it's is gone. gone. Yeah, and. Here's the thing that other people don't, you don't think a third of the night is too. And you say, well, a third of the night's gone. Then that means it would be day. No, that means that it will, people have not experienced that, that kind of darkness. Mm -hmm. There'll be no moon. There'll be no stars to give light. Even in nighttime, (laughs) you know, we, we think about dark outside, but even if it's cloudy, the moon still has some light that, that transfers through the clouds. Mm-hmm. That won't even be for a third of a, the night. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and on top of as bad as all that is, there's an angel in heaven that's screaming to the top of his lungs, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because the <laughs> next one's going to be worse. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. You know, um, but when you go on and look at that with the fifth trumpet, this is where he begins to strike the people. And it says that the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star falling from heaven to the earth. And it was given to him the key to the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and smoke arose out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace. So the sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke of the pit. Then out of the smoke locusts came upon the earth, and they were given power as scorpions of the earth have power. They were commanded not to harm the grass of the earth or any green thing or any tree, but only those men who do not have the seal, there's the seal of God we're talking about, yeah. of God on their foreheads. And they were not given authority to kill them, but to torment them for a span of five months. Their torment was like that of a scorpion who strikes a man. And then verse 6, I'll stop with that one, but it says, in those days, this is how bad it is, in those days, men will seek death and will not find it. They will desire to die, but death will flee from them. Now, on that one, (laughs) I believe this, this judgment may be a little more widespread because a third of the trees have been destroyed. It said all the green grass had been destroyed, but here it says that these locusts were not given authority or permission to destroy the grass. Mm-hmm. So this may be a little more of a wider spread yeah. well, judgment. It, 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 uh, you, what I can see in that is, you know, it, is uh, we know that not all the grass and right. the trees were burned up. So don't attack what's they left. They have yeah. to tell them, don't attack, mm-hmm. you know, the grass and the tree. Because uh, if ever <laughs> all of it had been burned up before, there wouldn't have been any need for him to restrict, right? Uh, you know what they were doing. But you think about I, I remember uh, years ago when uh, I was talking about this part of it to a, a fella, and he says, "says what <coughs> What does it mean that men will seek death, but death will flee from them?" Yeah. I said, mean they can't die. You can't they die. Can't find death. Yeah. For the first time, <laughs> yeah. they, uh, they'll try to die but can't die. Yeah. And uh, he said, you mean no matter what they do to themselves, they can't? And I said, no, death will flee yeah. from them. They'll want to die. Yeah. They'll scream out to die. They'll cry mm-hmm. out to die. Yeah. I said, they may cut their wrist. Yeah. And bleed out, but they'll lay there and live. Yeah. They may take a gun yeah. and, you know, shoot themselves, commit suicide, but they'll lay there and live mm-hmm. until that five months. Jump they off gonna of, live yeah. till that five months is up. Jump off a five-story building, break every bone in your body, but you just go lay there in pain. Yeah, you can't. De- death will run from you. See, it's, now it's, that it's, seems odd, you know. It's just but. a good thing to get right with God, <laughs> live for Him, so you don't have to deal with none of yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, you know, it uh, 
talk, gives a, dis, a description. In other words, uh, you think about it, how terrible that this is going to be. I mean, to me, it seems like it would be one of the hardest parts of, of the tribulation. I mean, there's still some bad things yet to come yeah. because there's two more woes going mm-hmm. to come. But to think about it, you want to die. You're trying everything you can think of to die to get out of mm-hmm. that misery. Mm-hmm. But you can't die. Yeah, It's like you might reach out to take hold of death, but death will just run yeah. a little ways from you, mm-hmm. and you can't. You yeah. can't die. You just mm. have to suffer. Yeah. It'd be, it's terrible. It's going to be bad. And then on the 6th. Uh, hey, Wes. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, real quick, I think there's a little bit of something in here that's pretty profound. Is What do y'all think the locusts are? Well, I, I personally believe that it's uh, literal locusts. Mm-hmm. I mean, if. If you read the description of it, you know, on, I believe in uh, verse 6, it starts talking about uh, the apostle John was describing it. And he said, in those days, shall, well, that's talking about seeking death. In verse 7, it says, and the shapes of the locusts were likened to a horse prepared unto battle, mm-hmm. and on their heads, as it were, didn't say it was crowned, right? But it says, as it were crowns, it was shaped uh, in a way that it looked like a crown, like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. In other words, they had eyes, mm-hmm. they had a nose, they had mouth, mm-hmm. they had ears, and it said their hair was, uh, you know, long, uh, like a woman's hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I read. Uh, somewhere today that uh, they they are of course they are different kinds of locusts, but it, uh, history bears out it was uh, uh, I believe in the uh, uh, Arabian uh, you know peninsula in that area where those kinds of locusts if you would pick one of them up and look at him. You 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 would see how John, why he would describe it that right. way. In other words, he he didn't literally have a crown on his head, but the way it's, it was shaped, yeah, it looked like the resemblance crown, mm-hmm. and the, had the color of gold on it, you know, and said he had eyes, mm-hmm. he had a nose, and he had a mouth, and his teeth was terrible, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, so you could understand how they could devour right. the grass and the trees and, and all of those things. And an, uh, another thing, too, I know people have tried to describe it as some kind of, of you know, uh, he- helicopter, helicopter, yeah. You know, and it talked about that their wings, you know, would make... Sound like the, chariots, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but... Uh, this uh, one person I was reading after, uh, he said, you know, he had the opportunity to be over there mm-hmm. at a time when these locusts came, like they were describing here. And he said, if you would look at them, you'd think 
that that's what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. The only difference is they had a sting in their these locusts yeah. had a sting in their tail. Right. That was like the sting of a scorpion. Right. You know, that would torment up with pain, you know. Uh and uh, but think about this. It said they were loosed out of the bottomless pit. pit. Yeah. I, I just don't believe that they've got a bunch of Apache helicopters <laughs> yeah. stored up in under the earth somewhere yeah. in a bottomless pit. Yeah. So I believe these are literal locusts that are being held in reserve for this specific time. Mm-hmm. It's the only time it's ever mentioned, only time it ever happened. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I personally believe, uh, you know, that it's, it's here it's talking about uh, you know, literal, uh, some type of locust. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, in some commentary, it, it almost referenced like it's demonic. Yeah. 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 It would have to be. Yeah. Yeah. I believe you know that it's it it may be what we would call a locust, but it's it. Well, I mean, I believe even animal demons can go into beings. Period. Yeah. Whether it's human beings or not, and and these have been you know. Uh, demonic force mm-hmm. and it but it does say and i guess this may be where some people get that it they believe it's helicopters but you know in verse 11 it says that they had a, a king over them uh-huh. uh the angel of the bottomless pit whose name in hebrew is uh, abaddon or have you want to say that Adam. yeah but in greek it's apollyon which one in the greek i think it means uh destruction Destroy. and in Greek or Hebrew, it means, de- or yeah, Hebrew, it means destruction in Greek. It means destroyer. Yeah. You know, but here's the bad thing. <laughs> I ain't never been stung by a scorpion, but I've heard it hurts really bad. Mm-hmm. These are going to be tormenting them, but they ain't going to kill them. Yeah. They're going to be getting stung by this thing and tormented and, and you can't, <laughs> you, you still ain't going to die. Yeah. You know, uh, that's, that's. Well, they say, you know, the sting of a scorpion, uh, and most, most of the time it, uh, you know, is not going to kill a person. Right. But it's pain is so mm-hmm. bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you probably want to die. But in some cases it, it causes a, a, a yeah. big whelp or something, yeah. place to come up and probably gets infection in it, mm-hmm. and it causes a great fever mm-hmm. that a person could die right. from it. You mm-hmm. know. But but I, I believe these, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, if you uh, when you read that and uh, where it talked about they had a king over them mm-hmm. and his his name was uh, Abaddon or Apollyon, mm-hmm. which means Satan or destroyer. Yeah. That uh, these these are some kind of demonic type insects that are being reserved there uh, for this particular period, and on, it lasts only five months. But boy, what what a yeah. hellish five months! Yeah, and yeah. that's the that's the first trumpet that is given a time frame. Yeah, the other ones we don't really have a time frame on this one. It will last for five months. And, and and what's even there again? That angel still again there in verse twelve. Yeah. 
you know, one woe is past. Behold, still two more woes are coming after these things. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, we're going to hit the sixth trumpet. That'll be as far as we'll be able to get tonight. Um, but we'll hit this sixth trumpet. But it says the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, release the four angels who were bound at the great river Euphrates. Mm -hmm. So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and month and year. So see, that's specifically been prepared for that time. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, to release, to kill a third of mankind. So now... People that's been seeking death, it's coming. Mm -hmm. Now the number of the army of the horsemen was 200 million, and I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in the vision. Those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, uh, a blue, a sulfur yellow. The heads of the horses were like the heads of lions, and out of the mouth came fire, smoke, and brimstone. By these three plagues a third of mankind was killed. So of these three plagues, it's fire, smoke, and brimstone. Mm -hmm. And by the fire and smoke and brimstone, which came out of their mouth, for their power is in their mouth and in their tails. For their tails were like serpents having heads, and with them they did harm. But the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues, and here's the, this is what's so shocking, as bad as it's been, all the stuff that the earth has already been through, people have witnessed. He said there in verse 20, but the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of their works of their hands, mm -hmm. that they should not worship demons and idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders, of their sorceries, or of their sexual immoralities or their thefts. Yeah. So even as bad as it gets, people are still will be blinded and will not repent and turn to God. Yeah. Yeah. That, and I, I believe that uh, 200 million uh, men army mm -hmm. uh, it, in the book of Daniel, it, it talks about they come from the east. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it talked about the Antichrist and said he was troubled from news mm -hmm. or noise that he was hearing right. coming from the east. Mm -hmm. And, the, you know, in order for that army to get across and get over uh, into Israel, mm -hmm. uh, because I, I believe the Euphrates comes yeah. down through Iran, Iraq, mm -hmm. uh, you know, down through there, uh, and the Euphrates River will dry up so that yeah. that army, 200 million man army, mm -hmm. uh, can cross. And uh, I understand, too, that, uh, you know, China mm -hmm. is still one of the few armies that still train on horseback. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, but they will come across, and uh, some believe they'll come across uh, the northern part of India on over, right. you know, until they uh, come into that region. And uh, so the Euphrates River will dry up to prepare the way of the armies from the east. Mm -hmm. But 
as you said, you know, you think it looks like human beings after seeing up until now mm. what they've seen of the wrath of God, mm -hmm. they would repent. Yeah. They looks like they'd be crying out, oh, God have mercy on me, help me, save me, mm -hmm. you know, uh, don't let me die, <laughs> you know, yeah. even though some were seeking death. Uh, but uh, the Bible says that God, because they would not believe the truth mm -hmm. and they would not receive the truth, that God would give them over, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and they would harden their heart mm -hmm. and they would believe a lie rather than believe the truth, right. send strong delusion upon yeah. them. And uh, so, uh, you know, God has made a way for mm -hmm. us to escape all of this. Yeah. It, it, you know, I know this is going to come. The judgment of God, the wrath of God is going to be poured out on the inhabitants of the earth, the wicked, uh, you know, but uh, they, there's a way of escape yeah. through God's son. Mm -hmm. if, if people would only take it. Uh, it's like, uh, you know, I shared in a, a service one time uh, that, you know, especially I've shared it many times in funeral services uh, when speaking about a loved one, you know, we have, if they know Christ and mm -hmm. they've gone on to be with the Lord, we have the promise of seeing them again, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I would uh, many times give a invitation to anybody that wasn't sure of their salvation. I said, if you want to see your loved one again, the only way is through Christ. Right. There's no other way. Uh -huh. I, I don't care what the uh, entertainers in Hollywood say, the elitist and, uh, you know, all of that, that there's many ways to heaven. No, there's not. There's only, only one, one way, and his name is Jesus. Mm -hmm. There's no, no other name <clears throat> whereby the Bible says in Acts chapter f uh, 4, verse 12, it said there's no other name given under heaven whereby men mm -hmm. must be saved. And so, uh, you know, if a person, uh, I mean, if if I I think <laughs> the way I'm thinking, and maybe it's because I know Christ, but if I didn't know him and then see what's coming, yeah, I, I'd be saying, God, I want to get things right. Yeah. I want my life to change. I don't want to go to a devil's hell. Right. And, some people, well, they've told me before, I don't believe in that heaven and hell business. Right. You know, well, you're not believing it. Don't make uh, it. Don't not change so. it. <laughs> right. It's going to happen anyway. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. but if, you know, don't wait until it's too late. Yeah. If you don't know Jesus, mm -hmm. ask him to come into your heart yeah. and make himself real yeah. to you yeah. in your life. And the Bible says, whoever will call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Mm -hmm. Of course, I know the Spirit has to be yeah. drawing you. Yeah. you know? And uh, I believe, you know, God is speaking to people. I, I believe, you know, because of uh, what we're sharing, this, this is the gospel. Yeah. This is the truth. This, this is what the future holds. Mm -hmm. And we can either escape it or... We have to go through it. Yeah. You know, uh, there's 
two choices. Mm-hmm. And like you was talking about uh, last Sunday night, uh, Sunday morning rather, mm-hmm. there's only two choices, heaven or hell. Yeah. Which will you choose? Yeah. And if if we believe what the Bible says about hell, and actually Jesus warned more about hell than he did yeah. talk about going to heaven. Yeah. And so he's put warning signs out there for it. Mm-hmm. And even all through the tribulation, he's putting warning signs out there for people. And, uh, you know, when you go far enough, you you get closer and closer to that destination. Mm-hmm. You, you can't wait till you get there and then to say, well, I, yeah. I've changed my mind. I won't be saved now. It'd be too late. It's going to be too late. Yeah. So today, the Bible says, today is the day of salvation. salvation. Mm-hmm. Not tomorrow, not mm-hmm. next week. Not next year, people. Well, I will someday. Uh, no, it today mm-hmm. now is the day of salvation. That's it. That's it. And that's how important it is to make sure that your life is right with God. Your walk is right with God. We don't have much time. And you know, I, I say that not to scare you, not to because the thing is when you find out how fun it is, how much of a blessing it is to actually serve God, I don't serve him out of fear of, of, of being scared. No, I serve him out of a fear of, I, I don't want to live this life without him. It's a fear to be without him, not a fear of him. Yeah. You know, he's, he's not this big bad person sitting up on a, a throne playing whack-a-mole with us. And when we mess up hitting us on the head, he's a loving father that wants to, he's made a way of escape for the the wrath that's coming upon this earth. All we have to do is accept his son, Jesus as our Lord and personal savior. And then in the moment, in the twinkle of an eye, when it comes, we're going to be caught up into glory. (coughs) So, you know, if you're not right with God, you know, get right with him. It, it is imperative. It, it Quit straddling the fence. Quit playing with it. Quit, you know, I tell anybody that says, well, I will get right with him someday, just not now, mm-hmm. is the same as playing Russian roulette with a yeah. gun. Because yeah. you don't know. You don't know. So it's better to be right with him yeah. than to say, oh, I missed it. I need, no, it's too late. Yeah. So, I'm going to tell y'all, get right. You can go to heaven or you can go to hell. There's no in-between. There's no after, let me decide, let me make this choice later. Choose now. And God is the right way. And he'll never lead you astray. And it'll be the best decision you've ever made in your life. Thank you guys again for tuning in with us. We love our uh, Glean Podcast family. Uh, Thank you all for sharing it. Thank you for subscribing and supporting our channel. Thank you for praying for us as we pray for you guys. Next week, God permitting, we're going to get into the two witnesses. And boy, that's when it starts getting good. Because now God's serious, but to me, he's playing with the devil. He's just saying, yeah, you, you don't have any power. You know, and it'll be a very exciting thing to get into. So, Invite somebody to ne- watch it next week online, live with us. We love to watch the comments and the interaction. We love each and every one of you. Pray you have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Amen. Yeah,